There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. You are. I am joined today by your not host, by my husband Kyle, my co-host. You said my name. We're co-hosts together. There goes all of my anonymity. Yeah, I know. Well, you did this to yourself starting a couple of years ago. That's not true. Starting a couple of years ago, I chose the online name in the only place I'm visible as Sorta. As my first name. Fair point. So, hello. Let's don't have dead air as we both contemplate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Everybody else that heard it was like, yeah, that's right. That's She's true. a traitor. You know, we're I getting... I trusted her. Me? That's what they're saying. Oh. I trusted her and she betrayed her own husband. Oh. Sorta. 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 Sorta? Whenever I talk about Sorta Awesome on Instagram and I do auto captioning every time it thinks I was saying sword sword awesome. of awesome when I was uh, when I was doing the editing for the original awesome today stuff especially when I brought in Joanna the yes. AI voice yes. to say things mm-hmm. I could never type Meg and Kyle or she would say Meg and Kyle yes. and then it's like was that Yes. The sniper, Chris Kyle's sister, who's she talking about? This is confusing to everyone. And so I had to be really purposeful to not give her a sequence of words like that. Right. Where she could make it confusing. I lost sleep over it. Well, it's one of the those uh, those rare places where AI fails us and we have to go in and do a human intervention. Some people call it a portmanteau. That's not what they call it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
How many people snapped their head to their phone just now to be like, well, no, that's (laughs) not right. Probably quite a few. (laughs) Probably quite a few. And since that's what I do for you in life, I feel like it's a worthy thing to extend to others. Yes. It's a a communal activity that way. Yes. Right. I have no problem being the point of unification for others, whether it is for me and in alignment with me or unified against me. Right. Um, I worked one of the most successful guys I've ever worked with in coaching did so. From the perspective, unintentionally, because he wasn't actually that present, that everybody banded together in spite of him and just won ballgames. He ended up being one of the winningest coaches in college football history. Yeah. That everyone was terrified of him. No, they were just like, don't make eye contact or you're the one that'll get the butt chewing. Look at me keeping it PG. Wow. What has happened? Really advancing. I guess so. Ass. There. Okay, Okay. good. Yeah, that feels better. Let's get past the pressure of maintaining that level of of pristineness. Yes. Well, we're entering into the the home stretch, the final days of January, although we will have one more Monday. Yeah. This is not the last Monday of January, but we're we're getting there. Um, In the week ahead, our oldest daughter turns 18. Oh, did you not realize this? I knew it was going to happen. I didn't realize it was so soon. I didn't recognize that's where we were. Wow. That's happening. That means. Wow. So there's a fantastic thing. A fantastic benefit for me who, despite the fact that I make my living in numbers, I struggle to remember numbers. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's the grace of a divine being that has granted me the knowledge to know my dad mm-hmm. was roughly not exactly that'd be freaky if it were but roughly 30 years younger than his mother right that i am again roughly 30 years younger than my dad mm-hmm. and that our oldest child is roughly 30 years younger than me yep so i know when you say she turns 18 that means i know wow 48's coming for you 48. baby eight in this this calendar year yeah that's right that's right it's not a devastating number no 48 47's more devastating because that's the one where you don't know am i mm-hmm. am i middle am i late 40s mid 40s what am i sevens are a weird thing in that eight yeah i'm late 40s at that point but i might have already been at 47 Honestly, 49 will screw with me more than 50 will. Sure. If it follows suit to how age has impacted me in the past. Okay, that's fair. For everybody out there listening that's at a young enough age in life where that sounds old, you're a jackass. (laughs) No, you're not. No, You're living your life. I am a jackass. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... It is truly, the older I get, the more I do realize age in a lot of ways is very much just the number of spins you've taken around the sun. Or the circumference of your waist, chest, or hips. Okay. Or biceps, if that's your thing. yes. So far, my age is bigger than my biceps, but my waist might be fighting with my age. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I I thought we were going to... share your own perspective of that? What? Aging? As it relates to measurements. No, I don't want to. Okay. I'm going to pass on that. Let's just check it. Yeah. I thought we were going to have a reflection on 
parenting and like sunrise sunset quickly we go the years a, that's for later in the show <laughs> a reflection on parenting and what it results in in public settings yeah that's true we'll get there um let's do some watching some reading some listening some lifestyling let's just talk about what we already did okay i don't feel like going to watch something right now wouldn't that be so weird and kind of i don't want to say dumb but because maybe people do this and, and people enjoy it. But if we like live watched a show on mic, MST3K style, yes. we commentated all the way through the show. Yes, do exactly. we show the video over the audible waves? How does that work? I don't know. So what'd you watch? I actually did watch the first episode of that nineties show. The Netflix original, we talked about it last week that continues the story of, uh, Red and Kitty. From that 70s show. Yes. To be specific. I was going to get there. Give me a damn minute. I'm trying, but you're dragging it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it continues the story of that 70s show. Now it's in the 90s. In fact, in 1995, a year near and dear to my heart, the yeah. year I graduated high school. It's the year I turned 40. No. Why? Why'd you do that? Why'd you make me stop and think about that? That's what I'm here for. I'm here to interrupt your flow. Yeah, well, you do such a good job. Thank you for noticing. I watched this one night after you'd fallen asleep early, and I was up, and I was like, all right, I'll try this. Um, A couple of things. Originally, when I was talking about it last week, I was thinking that um, Eric and Donna and uh, Kelso and Jackie, the whole gang, would not be in this. However, I was proven wrong from episode one. Mm-hmm. We have Topher Grace and Laura Propone, who played Eric and Donna, coming to their parent to Eric's parents' house. As they would. As they would. Hopefully. They have their daughter, Leia, with them. Um, Eric, in his adult life, is a professor who teaches a course that's somewhat along the lines of Star Wars as the Bible kind of class. Okay. If you had to, not having knowledge of what this show portrayed him as, if you had to only look at that 70s show and say, what would Eric grow up to be? What would he do professionally? Yeah. Where would you have landed? I would have thought more like, I don't know, he looks like a car salesman to me. Oh, no, no, no. Not a good one. He may have tried it between becoming a professor. a bad one. But... You feel like professor is the right fit? When I heard you say professor, I was like, that's literally the only thing that fits. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting. Well, he does, in this fictional universe, uh, teach about Star Wars at the Mm -hmm. collegiate level. I do appreciate a couple of things about this show. I only watched the first episode, you guys, but I did spend a large amount of time while I was watching it. Reading, Googling, yes, Googling and seeing what else was going on in the show. I do appreciate the 90s aesthetic that they've tried to employ. I understand now, because that 70s show came out when you and I got married, like late 90s. And so for anyone that was like our parents' generation, I could see how they would both appreciate the aesthetic, then also be like, but it wasn't really like that. Yeah, it wasn't actually cool. We thought it was. It wasn't. (laughs) 
which is in fact, isn't that the perspective every parent has towards their child? Yes. When their child's doing stuff they think is cool. Yes, like, of course. It's, it's actually not. Yeah. You'll regret this later. <laughs> well, and also when... Don't tight roll your jeans. <laughs> I know. By the time your children are teenagers and they are getting into the trends that were popular when you were a teenager, which we've really especially experienced through Daisy. She yeah. has really like for years kept with the 90s she she's more like nine, 90s plaid what's what am i thinking of garage garage band grunge grunge yes. yes which could be a grungy garage yes yes she i mean not that she i mean she kind of like adopts elements of it she loves her doc martens they're probably her prized yes. possession doc martin boots i bought <laughs> You want this or no? I can just chuckle to myself and remember. No, you got to tell us now. Are you kidding? <laughs> I bought a pair of Doc Martens. I didn't fully register at the time. They were from, they didn't fit. Oh. But we didn't have. Wait, this is when you were like a teenager? This was in high school. Okay. Um, we didn't have a place necessarily handy, and we didn't have Amazon or things like that at that time to get. It was like. If I wanted Doc Martens, this was the pair that was available. They were too big. And I bought them from somebody who only later in life do I look back and realize they didn't fit him either. And in fact, he didn't buy them. He stole them from somebody oh, else. Oh, no. I bought stolen Docs. Oh. Somebody else was sad with no Docs, and I was sad with Docs that didn't fit that I'd paid money for. <laughs> It was it was not a good thing. You'll have to tell me later off mic who you bought them from. I don't okay. think I know this you, story. You don't know the guy. But. Okay. Um, okay, anyway, 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 that 90s show. He also gave me some electronics. <laughs> in whole, retrospect, you're like, those other, were probably stolen, too. Definitely stolen. Why do I need a remote to a 100-CD <laughs> disc player for a car without the disc player that right. goes with it? He's like, here, have it. I'm like, that's, that's weird, bro. <laughs> um, okay, so like I said, Eric and Donna come in. They make this like guest appearance in the first episode. Mm -hmm. Later, okay, so... I should back up. Leia, the granddaughter of um, Red and Kitty, she talks her parents into letting her stay with her grandparents for the summer. There are neighborhood kids, teenagers. Yeah. And so we have this recreation of the gang. The, yeah. The, the teenage, are they basementing it? They're basementing it. They're, yes. Each of them have like a sort of similar archetype to yes. the original gang. I like it. One of the characters, and I, it does not, this doesn't happen, I don't think, in the first episode, or if it did, I fell asleep. But uh, Kelso and Jackie mm -hmm. in the show end up getting married, even though that is not how that 70s show ended. Right. Um, Jackie ends up with Fez at the conclusion of that 70s show. But along the way, Jackie and Kelso get married. They have a kid, and then that, and that's a boy, mm -hmm. and he comes over and then hooks up with. Oh, no. Uh, Leia. Leia, yes. Now, I didn't watch this. Again, I read this. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I experience a lot of TV shows that way. That's true. <laughs> you enjoy it that way. That's fine. But um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, yes, we do have her name at we the tip of our names. tongues now. Yeah. yeah. They do make, um, I think they appear in at least one episode of this show. So. I, I just this week involuntarily came across an article where she was discussing the oddity of being on the show, pretending to be married when in fact they really mm -hmm. are married, and it just cast a whole different view, like as she would be off stage watching him act as a character and all of that, right. just the oddity yeah. of that. 
Yeah. Um, the show is goofy, okay? Just like that 70s show is goofy. This is not high-level, highbrow comedy. It has a laugh track, which... Yeah, yeah. It's been so many years since I watched a show with a laugh track. I mean, I guess it's a laugh track, I'm guessing. They don't have a live studio audience in there uh, watching this. It was just... It was like, if you just want to turn your brain off and, like, maybe dabble in some nostalgia and and just have a little fun... does at some point. Yes. Then... Go for it. Again, this is not going to be like at the top of your best watches from 2023 list, probably. Uh, But it's perfectly fine if you just need something to pass the time. Nice. Well, I finished watching season two of Vikings Valhalla. Yes, you did. Which there's enough violence and plot line and things. This isn't quite as a relaxed viewing, unless... You live a very aggressive life. Mm -hmm. And maybe then it is comedy for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, It's good. It's very well written. Um, There's certainly parts where it's like, you know, they could have maybe acted that part out better or whatever. But it's very well done. Um, They are forcing me, maybe against my will, but not too strongly thought, to fall in love with some of the characters. Okay. And to really appreciate them. The guy who plays... Um, Leif Erikson. Yes. Who's somebody that anybody of our age learned about in second grade. Yeah. He really does a great job. He's a very talented actor. He does a great job. And then, and I think to the point, this is where I would begin to, to identify different levels of skill in an actor, actress, yeah. although I feel like many actresses still go by the name of actor. I think that it's kind of people are phasing out actress and, and just, just calling everyone actor, actor yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm speaking to this from a non-gender focused perspective. That there are, there are certainly people who are pretty that aren't worth a damn. And they have careers. In terms of their talent. Right. They didn't lose their worth as a human being. Well, maybe. <laughs> no. I can't speak to that because I'm not friends with them. Or I have not met them socially. But it's like, yeah, you're you're pretty and you're here for that reason and you're in a certain style of show because of that. There are those who are very skilled in taking on a convincible character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to me, the epitome, truly the epitome of somebody in that craft is somebody who both does that and they lift everyone else up around them. We've talked about this from who is it that's the bear uh, Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, is a is somebody of this skill level that lifts up. Yes, everyone else on set to a higher level because their presence is so strong. Right. And and to me, that's whoever the guy is, and I suck because I don't know that plays Life Erickson. Um, he lifts up and makes better those around him. It, it makes for a very interesting watch. Good. There's undoubtedly going to be a season three and who knows how many more after this, as long as they keep him there. Yeah. Um, it's It was a very enjoyable show. So you feel like it's one of those kind of rare shows where season two, you're just like, yeah, man, I'm into it. You're not yeah, comparing yeah. it back to the first season. Or- well, in fact, my only complaint, which I've already mildly voiced in the past, was that they took so long. Yeah. In the first two to three episodes of season two to almost rehash and reestablish season one. And it's like, you already had me, bro. Let's go. Do you think it's because there was so much time in between season one and season two? I think it's because 
on they, they being the producers and and um, advertisers and all of that of the show. Yeah, that it had it had been so popular in season one. Yeah, that they assumed the perspective that there would be many more new people coming along that may not have bothered to watch season one. So they they felt some sense of responsibility to bring you into the storyline as well as for those who'd been there to maybe begin to, to tweak and massage where the story had seemed to have ended in season one to match up with where they wanted to go for season two. Got it. So it was a, it was just mildly laborious in that regard. If you'd watched all of season one in the first few episodes of two, but they did finally, like, okay, yeah, now let's tell our story. Good. Okay. Excellent. It was good. I enjoyed it. You looked up his name, or was that something else you were looking I'm up? looking up something else, because okay. I was thinking about time in between seasons. Time Bandits, the movie from the 80s. Great movie. Ooh. Everyone should watch it. Is that a real movie? Yeah, it is. Are you kidding me? You haven't watched Time Bandits? No. We're going to pause this right now. No, we're going to watch live right now as we talk. <laughs> we're going to watch Time Bandits. Anybody... Who has watched Time Bandits and who's offended that Meg has not watched it, please, even if it's just for the sake of voicing your opinion, if you're not a part of Awesome Today Facebook group, join it and and rant with me. Okay. Please do rant. I, I don't mind ranting against me. You're used to it. You've been married to me for nigh on a quarter of a century. Yeah, it's true. I was looking to see when Stranger Things Season 5 is supposed to roll out. Why did you make that face? I made big eyes because season five. It's the last one. Is it? Yeah, it for sure is. It's it absolutely 1,000% is. Then there will be a new series called Mostly Stranger Stuff. <laughs> Probably, knowing what Netflix likes to do with their spinoffs yes. and, and reboots and stuff like that. But no, it is 1,000% for sure. The Duffer Brothers have confirmed. All of the cast is in agreement. This is it. And I was just looking to see when we can expect it to come out. looks like probably summer 2024, Mm -hmm. which will put two years in between the drops of season four and season five. So, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. In this, this is such a weird era of television in the sense that you do still have shows that are like on somewhat of network TV where you have a predictable production schedule. But then when you come to like these Netflix originals like Stranger Things or Vikings Valhalla or any, you know, name any others that are created specifically for a streaming network, mm-hmm. you don't have that predictability. You don't right. know when your next season's coming out or if you're even going to get one. It's almost like living in England where it may be one series every 3 years <laughs> from the or BBC. one one season every 3 years, yeah, from the BBC. Yes. You didn't like that part. I disrespect the hell out of that. <laughs> well, apparently that's kind of what Stranger Things has done. It seems like it. I would guess there's somebody on the staff from formerly employed by the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a thing that encompasses uh, watching, reading, and listening, and maybe even a lifestyle. One that thing. In the notes? Oh, we're way up there. Yeah, okay. Baby. I was always I was already looking down to where the cursor is, oh, and I remember no, what that no. is now. I remember what that is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait. That's really the same. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So I was I was setting you up that every that this encompasses it all does, the it enco- Yes, it encompasses all the things. Yes. Except for that topic down there that <laughs> yes. we'll get to it doesn't encompass that yet. Um. Okay, like full background, 
I feel like the journey towards a thing is important, too. It's context. It's very important. So I've mentioned, I mentioned probably two, maybe three episodes ago that I'd stumbled on to. You keep talking. I'm going to let the dog out. Okay. Uh, that I'd stumbled on to Sean Ryan, who is a former Navy SEAL and CIA contractor and things. He's, he has a podcast that is also presented on YouTube, and I'd stumbled across his channel, I guess, is what you'd call it. And as he's talking through, through one, of, one of these guests, ultimately, I guess, that I'd come across was a guy that was referencing um, – he never spoke to it this way, but he was referencing – Hindu Wow, dog just ran through. Sorry if that came through on mic. That was loud and abrasive. Um, referencing a a specific yogi whose name is it it's spelled S A D H G U R U, which my American mind would say Sadguru. They pronounce it quickly. It's like Sadguru. And it's, I don't know, I i don't have the tongue yet, the mind yet to speak the Indian language well. Okay. I'm but back. he'd referenced this guy and some other things. And so we, we, I shared this path with you, Meg. Yes. Started digging through, and I look into Sadhguru, who'd been on Joe Rogan, who has actually tons of interviews and things out there on YouTube that are available. But he has then affiliated with him proper, a website, a program, a thing called Inner Engineering. And I believe the website is innerengineering.org. The ultimate perspective is that any frustration, any, any bad feelings, any anger, any things that we would go through in our life, have to do with when we would allow someone besides ourselves to decide how we should feel on the inside. Right. And so I'm, I'm intrigued by yes. that deeply. And yes. I, I bought the course and have been watching slash listening to videos. I've been reading. I've been doing a lot of stuff around this guy. And it's really interesting. There's a lot of stuff that's that's desperately applicable and that already just in a few days, as I've shared it with you, you weren't even the one primarily yeah. consuming the content. But as we've discussed it, it's like already I feel like both of us are, are leading a more peaceful life. I know. I've seen a dramatic and tangible difference in your approach to just daily lifestyle just the bastard that pulls out in front of me in traffic or the a-hole at the grocery store or anything else i don't i am not quite so quickly arriving at true anger nor am i if i do am i staying there i'm very quickly regaining composure and inner as he would refer to it inner pleasantness inner pleasantness so this is a course that i'm looking forward to doing there are some uh Unusual features, oddities to the course that are different from other things I've experienced digital learning wise. And one is that once you watch the video, that's it. In fact, when you're watching the video, 
the grandest, you have two possibilities available to you if there's an interruption. You could pause it, and you can, or you may rewind by 30 seconds. And that's it. But that's it. Yeah. You can't hit that button twice. Yeah. You you lose anything because his, his whole perspective is this isn't, what I'm telling you is not a philosophy, it's not a religion, it's not anything other than a system and a a way of living, a way, a way of, of thinking. living and being in the world. So he doesn't want you to sit there and take notes and revisit and grind through. He wants you to begin living. I also wonder if there's an aspect to it of him wanting you to be fully engaged with the material yes. and not like yes. multitasking and yes. So every video begins, and I'm not through the whole thing. It's only seven videos. They're now they're like an hour and a half long each. Right. But at the beginning of every one, there's there's an initial something that he's saying i'm making hand motions because that matters on an audio format yeah. there's an initial thing he's saying but then it goes to a break in the in his talking where it's like okay if you have dogs or children which we have both of and in plenty and plenty on both accounts in abundance feel free to pause the video or if you need to go to the bathroom any of the three yeah dogs children or bathroom needs yes Pause the video and go take care of that stuff because for the next hour and a half, you need to be here. Yes. Yes. So I expressed to you a little concern over this because my days are routinely so interrupted and we've kind Mm -hmm. of gone back and forth and talked about some ways to create that block of time where I can also do it. But I'm very much looking forward to it based on A, the discussions we've been having and B, the actual applied changes for towards like you sense a different energy from me yes and i know that because i feel yes a different energy from me and i'm responding to that different energy and i like it when you respond to me (laughs) it gets me a little excited okay all right not in a dirty way you're you're dirty all right am i are you i hope you are (laughs) okay let's get back on task here (laughs) But so interestingly, it really does encompass all of the categories. You've been watching the videos. You've been doing some side reading Mm -hmm. around some of the topics he brings up. Mm -hmm. You've been listening through the guided meditations. And it's been something you genuinely have been applying in your lifestyle. Yes. Something that blew my mind in the reading portion. I had no idea of this. Um, What I did know is that Hindu is the third largest religion. In the world currently. What I didn't know is that one, Hindu is the oldest religion in the world. And depending on whose evaluative measures you want to look at, it could be anywhere from 500 to 1500 or more years older than any other established religion. Wow, okay. And two, that when you say religion, you, I'm assuming, any listener would be of the the western lexicon of words and thoughts right i mean in all actuality hindu is not a religion it does not fit the way that we would describe religion it's confounding to every Mm -hmm. expert who has ever examined it if you read through their notes which i have because i'm a nerd well you're an enneagram five then you would you would see them say all kinds of things but then there's an either a a note or a footnote or something in there that says accept that 
our, it's almost like our words are inadequate. Our experiences, our ways of measuring and categorizing things are inadequate for what this actually is. Okay. And so that's been very interesting. Yes. Good. I'm very excited. And yeah. it really has provided hours of very fascinating conversation between the two of us this week. So. Indeed. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now you can take a break. Uh, yes. Thank you. But just You're a done. brief one. You've made like three trips while I was talking to try to keep yes. the show alive. No. Yes. You were keeping the show alive. I'm just trying to manage the bathroom needs of three doglets. Yes. Plainly, you were not ready in this moment to listen to one of the innerengineering.org videos. It's, this is why I'm like, I, how am I going to have an hour and a half to sit oh, and I, be engaged? I I've already, I've I already solved that you have. for you because I am a problem solver. You are. And it will happen. I'm not saying it's a good solution, but I have a solution. <laughs> but it is a solution. Yes. Which Straight is good. jackets, sedatives. <laughs> it's a solution. It's good that you have a solution because I get into spin-out mode in my brain where I can't even... Like, I see a lot of solutions, and then also mm. none of them get employed. Um, okay, so I have been reading via audio. Don't... Mm-hmm. You're reading. Okay, with you're your, reading. With your earballs. Your reading is fine, if that makes you feel better. Um, a book I heard about... I, can't, it's, I heard about it from Currently Reading Podcast. I cannot remember... I listen to a lot of things and podcasts if this was on their main show or on their Patreon exclusive. Okay. But it was recommended there. It's so you're a Patreon to other people's shows? Hell yeah, I am. Good for you. There's a lot of wonderful content being made, and I appreciate the opportunity to support it. I'm not yet properly. I'm not against the idea. You know, it's I've just not found the thing that I'm ready to buy into. Izzy's got my glasses. Oh, that's that's classy. Hey, everybody, would you like a dog? We'll have a drawing this week for a dog and a one ear pieced set of glasses. She totally ate off in like literally two minutes. Is the whole, did she actually eat the earpiece? I don't know where the earpiece is. She'll poop it later. She was like, oh, or she was supposed to eat that? She swallowed a sock hole, and we never <laughs> we did, saw that come out. We did talk about that last week. Um, okay, you may not be a. Patreon. Not yet. But can I'm willing that? to be. Can I say this? Can I say that? You're willing to be. However, when it does more than on more than one occasion, when it comes to like buying a course. Yeah. So technically, I'm a sad guru Patreon. Right? But there have been other people, especially if it's in your industry, you've put down a yes. sizable amount, way more than a Patreon pledge. This is true. Sizable amount of money to say, hey, I. I appreciate the work that you've done on this, and I trust yeah. that it's going to bring something to my business. Don't ask me for $5. Ask me for $1,500. <laughs> then you got me. Then you got me. I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, anyway, I didn't even get to talk That's about my That's not book. what Sadhguru cost, by the way. No. It no. was it was 150 for the course. Yes. Very worthwhile. So this book is called The Bandit Queens. I'm not going to use a ton of words on this because... Please do. I haven't finished it. Oh, how dare you. It's fantastic. It's by Perini. Your ears wore out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to listen to it on the way home. But well, you had a Nikokas and a daughter? On the way up to Tulsa yesterday, I listened to a good chunk of it. I'm getting towards the it's end. It's a two-hour drive from here, yes. just for the listeners. Well, yeah. 
depends on it should it only be an on, hour and a half. Depends on your foot and the potty, many, potty needs yes, of your passengers. How many children are traveling with you? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to listen on the way home. But then you know, Daisy and I needed to catch up a little and whatever. Okay, this is written by Perini Schroff. Okay. And uh, the cover is really great cart- artwork, isn't it? It is. I like it. It has creepy eyes. Um, I've been listening to like it. Scooby-Doo. Yes. On audio. I can't. I don't know if this is going to tell me who narrates it on audio. Oh, it does. Sunila Nankani. Um, oh, my gosh. This just came out in January. I am so on top of Look things. Look at you. We're recommending things that aren't old. Oh, my gosh. I'm over here. Time Bandits from 1986. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You guys, this book is so good, but it is very dark and twisty. This was... I feel like what I was unprepared for how dark the material is in this and intense. It was presented as kind of a dark comedy. It takes place in India. A young Indian woman, this is the description officially. Here we are in India again. I know. A young Indian woman finds the false rumors that she killed her husband surprisingly useful until other women in the village start asking for her help in getting rid of their own husbands. This is called entrepreneurialistic opportunity. Kind of. Um, this book is so good, but I just want to prepare everyone that it's it's got some really dark material. It talks about sexual assault a lot. Does it's she woven, do it or someone else? No. It's like kind of in the context of life in India for okay. women, especially in yeah, rural yeah, yeah. India. I get it. Um, there's mention of sexual assault for like a kind of like a uh, – how can I say this? A folk hero of sorts for women okay. in India. Yeah. Um, there's an attempted assault on page. Like, I'm saying all of this just to prepare people because, like, I feel like nobody prepared me for how intense this is. But it is also a dark comedy in the sense that there are the characters themselves are wild and fascinating and hilarious. And you, even though it takes place in India, there are such universal threads yeah. of these characters. That's that a are good woven story, then. Exactly. Yeah. Like, some of the the playground politics from when they were kids, you totally recognize like, Oh gosh, everybody knows that girl. Everybody knows that guy. Um, it's really, it's really good. I'm almost done. It's going to be an awesome of the week on sort of awesome. The podcast. Well, Very sincerely. Yes. Very sincerely. Yeah. Because I know that you never recommend to me things that you don't believe. Right. It's like, Oh, you'd like that. Is this something you'd recommend to me? I think so. I think you would find it fascinating. Okay. The way you've described it sounds fascinating, but yeah. then I want to put it, I want to hinge it upon, with no with no obligation or judgment, I want to hinge it upon, are you recommending this to me, the most bastard person you know of rejecting things, according to how you view it? Um, if you I'm do, a, okay, here's a, I will. I, I like to put my recommendations on to you on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. I would say at the very tippy top of that spectrum is Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Then that was and I would, epic. And I wouldn't leave you alone about it because I was convinced. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That you would really like that. This is not to that point. Okay. This is more like take that down about three notches. I feel like a, I feel like a thing like Project Hail Mary is like maybe once a decade. That's fair. But we got a lot of damn life to live <laughs> inside of the next 10 year wait. <laughs> So if it's if it's really good, if that's what you're saying, then yeah. And we own it? We own it. Perfect. On Audible. I don't even have to get all miserly about it. And like, well, we can't afford to read it again. We read it the one time. 
That's how you have to talk when you're feeling miserly. Here's what I would say. Listen to the first three chapters. And if you're into it at the end of the first three chapters, you will love the book. If at the end of the first three chapters, you're like, "Mm, this is a pass for me. Okay. That's fine. I'm not saying I'll get to it this next week necessarily because I am still working through inner engineering and some other things. But I'm very intrigued by this. Okay, excellent. Um, Let's go ahead and move into lifestyle because we've got a whole Mm. list. Belts and pants shitting. Yeah. It's a crass title (laughs) for this series. (laughs) But sub-series, anti-series, something. Sub-series feels right. But it's accurate. So I have a specific belt. Mm -hmm. It is a... Just the one because we can't afford anything else. (laughs) I don't like belts in general. I don't either. I don't even own a belt. I rarely wear a belt. Wear a belt. Rare a belt? Wear a belt. Which do you hate more? Belts or socks? Mm, socks. Me too. Thousand percent. I'd, I'd rather... I don't want to wear either. Yeah. But if I had to wear one, I'd pick a belt first. Yeah. So, like, if I have ten pair of pants... I don't know how many pair of pants I have. But if I have ten pair of pants, not pants proper like you'd wear with a suit, because then you're supposed to wear a belt. And I get that. Right. I understand <laughs> that. But just like... Trousers, what you'd wear to cover your lower bits. Sure. Uh, let's say I, if I have 10 pair, there's one per 10 that it's like, now you got to have a belt with this one because something in the way it's made, it's it's not going to stay up. You're going to be hitching, hitching your jeans up or whatever it is all the time. Yeah. So I have a belt for that. It is a nylon weave thing it's honestly very similar to what some people would call a tactical belt though i'm not just for the record anybody that'd like to rob us i'm not wearing a concealed firearm or anything okay Um, thank you for clarifying it's an interesting buckle in that you there's no there's no holes you feed it in and it just bites and holds wherever you've fed it to i wear it so rarely that I kind of forget yeah. how to release the belt. Yeah. Now, I'm also the same guy that it's not, let's say, again, just for numbers sake, um, 19 times out of 20 when I go to use my debit card, I just automatically remember my pen <laughs> to make it work. Yeah. But if I'm forced to think about it, it's like, Oh shit! What is it? I don't know, and then I don't know, and I can't buy. I'm like, I don't. I have a cart full of things, and I don't have a card that works. I'm dumb. Is anybody else here dumb too? Does Somebody want to pay for my things? Does, Does anyone, anyone know my pen? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm an adult, but I forget. Okay. So I wear this belt so rarely, and I just sometimes, especially in a moment of pressure, I forget how to release it. And I was in fact wearing it the other day and I had some gastrointestinal distress. Oh, <laughs> and I lit- I bruised my fingertips trying to find a way to get it off. I even went and got a pair of scissors. I was so desperate. I went to get scissors to cut the belt off and it's so well made that the scissors like bent around it. They're like, no, we can't even violate one fiber of this belt. You're going to have to crap your pants, sir. I don't know how or why. I feel like I almost went existential for a few moments and then I accidentally triggered the release just before triggering mayhem in my own pants. 
Oh my God. It was a devastating moment. Oh, I totally forgot this was the story. My yeah. face hurts her laughing. So I don't know. I don't know what the redeeming story. Maybe just know how your belt works, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Um, I have a story that's not nearly as funny. It was funny at the time. It's probably not going to be that funny in the retelling. You know this story. And I thought of it when you mentioned concealed carry. <laughs> okay. Which re- refers to firearms. Yes. So the other day, a couple of, maybe a week or two ago, my best friend Catherine and I were at lunch. And we were just sitting there, you know, just, we eat a little and talk, 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 talk the whole time. And mm-hmm. so she looked at me and she was like, does it, she was whispering. And we do not whisper usually. She right. goes, does it make you feel weird that you're sitting next to a nun? And I was like, what? So I start like looking around. You look at Catherine like, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm like looking around casually for a nun because the restaurant we were eating in, I happen to know, is owned by Catholics, mm-hmm. a Catholic family. And I'm like looking around and I'm like, I don't see a nun. And I, I'm looking around, I'm like, what? And she's like, you're sitting next to a nun. And I'm like, look, like nuns are pretty conspicuous, okay? Yeah. I'm yeah, looking. The, the whole habit thing gives yes. them away. I'm looking everywhere in this restaurant for a nun. I don't even know why she would think it would make me feel weird. I don't know. I'm like looking for a nun. She's like, and I'm just like, what? I don't see. And like, we're whispering back and forth, trying not to be conspicuous about our whispering. And she's like, never mind. Okay. So like we keep talking and eating, whatever. And then uh, (laughs) we're finishing up. She was like, no, what I was trying to say is, does it make you feel weird that you're sitting next to a gun? (laughs) Nice. The man who we were like, it's one They're of those. They're very different guns and nuns. <laughs> Although I feel like a great gang would be nuns with guns. <laughs> Probably exists somewhere. I'm sure it does. Um, it's one of those restaurants with a continuous booth along the edges. And so I was, you know, seated at our table, but then mm-hmm. along that same wall in the booth, there was a man who had an open carry gun. Oh. I guess he was in some kind of law enforcement. Was it open carry or just his jacket or shirt came no, up? No, no. No, she said it was like, she was like, how did you not see the gun? And I was like, I was looking for a gun. (laughs) I was looking to be accidentally blessed, not killed. I was like, can somebody pray for me? No. But she was like, it was like right there. She was like, I guess he was a cop or something. So I don't know. He wasn't in uniform. I saw the man sitting next to me. I did not see the gun. But anyway, it was... Is that a nun on your hip? (laughs) We left for like 10 minutes. The people in that restaurant are like, oh no, they're back again. We go there for lunch a lot. But (laughs) um, yes, that was a total side side rant but awesome. it just i hadn't thought about that until you mentioned the yeah yeah concealed carry i, I can i'm not or for our next note here i'm not remembering what this is You've got well i was feeling down hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One evening and mm -hmm. you're like, I know exactly what to fix for you. And you came back with a drink that was a scoop of ice cream. Oh, yes. With It wasn't vodka, though. No, no. It, it, was, was, it was bourbon. Bourbon over it bourbon and vanilla bean ice cream yes and we were joking about how it was kind of like a white russian except white russians have vodka right and um, it was ice cream instead of right. milk or whatever we called it the fat white russian <laughs> yes and it is delicious and it was so good. If, it did make me feel better. If you, yeah <laughs> if you have a multi-need i mean put chocolate syrup on it call it a I can't say that. Never mind. Call it something else if you need to. Um, there is something about bourbon and and cream, apparently. Really good vanilla ice cream <laughs> yes. that's just perfect. You know, I've got a couple of fragrances that are like a bourbon vanilla fragrance. Okay. Now, um, bourbon have, can have vanilla notes right, in it. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're feeling a little down and you've got some ice cream in the fridge and some bourbon mm, in the cabinet, yeah. hit it up. Perfect. Um, here's a lifestyle note. I've, this is a big one. I've decided... Put your seatbelts on. It's not that big of a deal. It's a big deal. I've decided to cave to the culture of my family. The gaming culture. Every single person in this house, with the exception of Nico, but even Nico will do some Toka Boca games on the iPad. I have no idea what that is. Toka Boca is it? gaming company i believe you i you don't have to kids. explain that okay part. yeah um toca boca is the opening sequence i know it well i've known it for years <laughs> okay. um everybody in this house games on multiple devices lots of them yes we've got pc they eat up all the damn bandwidth all the bandwidth we've got pc gaming we've got ps5 gaming switch, we have switch gaming phones tablets yes. laptops uh i've been the holdout Mm -hmm. I haven't touched a video game since I was an adolescent myself. It's true. The twins are fascinated by this. They're partly jealous because I got to play Nintendo on the original NES, which they, they think are is... extremely butthurt that they did not get to yes. play it when it originally came out. They have the PS5 that may be the most advanced video game technology right now. And, and yet, they only want to play... They yearn. They only want to play old Nintendo games on it they, somehow. They, they have so much desire in their hearts for the original nes and they are fascinated that i used to play when i was a teenager and i don't play now right i spend a lot of my days with the twins since they're homeschooled and we've talked about this so much well on my tiktok fyp also known as for you page mm -hmm. i got a tiktok this morning i call it my fu page you love to call it that it makes me feel chuckly inside um this morning TikTok gave me a, a video from a, a woman who's a, a TikToker who does, quote-unquote, cozy gaming. Oh. Like, her whole thing. And I guess this is a whole... What are you doing, Izzy? She's, like, destroying her rug now. Yeah, she's a bit 
dumb. Um, she's a lot dumb. <laughs> it's true. She's it's true. lovable yep. and cuddly, but she's a dumb dumb. It's probably a place where she messed on the rug, and now she's trying to probably eat the rug. Probably so. Um, cozy gaming is a whole genre of gaming. Daisy is very into it. It's games okay. like Stardew Valley. Okay, Animal I was, was going to ask: Is it like yeah? yeah. Um, where there's, it's not high stakes. You're it's like, it's a little grindy, but not so grindy that it becomes miserable. Right. It's, you only die if you're an idiot. Right. And even then, there's no real cost for dying. Exactly. I get that. Exactly. So here comes. That's like my life. <laughs> <laughs> so here comes this TikTok from a cozy gamer, um, talking about how fun the game Strange Horticulture is. Okay. And it's for PC and Switch. And basically, the point of view in the game is that you own a plant store, a plant shop. Okay. And your various customers come in, and they all have, like, maybe clues or pieces of the mystery, and you're kind of, like, solving a mystery Okay. as the game goes on. And I was like, you know, I love plants. I don't talk about it as much right now, but dadgummit, Kyle, there are, like, seven plants in this house that I've kept alive for the better part of the past year. You have. And I want to take a moment not to go to commercial break or to get Izzy to stop trying to eat the carpet and my foot, but to say, this is a very noticeable thing. You historically, which made no sense to me or anybody else, you were literally the grim reaper of plants. Right. Well, because I believed in my mind. I guess that's it. That I couldn't keep a plant alive. I guess that's it. Wouldn't you know it? I couldn't keep a plant alive. But all of a sudden, you 180'd it. In fact, you may have 720 did or something, and all of a sudden, you're like the plant goddess. I have to stop myself. You are Poison Ivy of the <laughs> the superhero me. universe. That's me. I am secretly Poison Ivy. No, I have to stop myself from buying more plants because I'm like, I think seven's a good amount right now. You buy as many as you want. But we're running out of places. I am made of plant else. money. <laughs> You I got, will support your, your habits. <laughs> you got that good plant money. Yeah, I do. But I do. I love my plants. And I actually like, there's a there's like a corner of my brain that's like, wouldn't it be so fun to own a plant shop? Well, here comes this Switch game yeah. where that's the thing. You own a plant shop and then there's a mystery to solve. Oh, no. Right? They've married two things. <laughs> right? Sweet Jesus. There's you love plants and true crime. Right. That's what exactly. this is? Yes. And there's a kitty cat in your game. You have a pet kitty cat. You Holy can pet it. There's three things. Yes. I love animals. I would prefer you play this game than us get a cat. So yeah, I do. I love cats so much, but I just can't. buy you a bonus pack of in-game dollars, however that goes? What do you, I, I will do it. Anyway, I got Strange Horticulture. I haven't yet played it. The twins are salivating for me to get into it because they yeah. just can't believe their mother is going to actually play a video game. I can't wait. I will report back next week as to how that goes. Um, let's see. Oh. So we have more than one child. In fact, last time we could count when they were still enough, it was five, right? Yeah. But she's obsessed she, with your foot. No, she's trying to eat the carpet, and oh. my I keep putting my foot over it, and it's. She a, thinks it's a game. She does think it's a Izzy. game. I'm trying to help her not, but anyway, um, our kids have this weird disease, where it's so like we buy bottled drinks, bottled water. I mean, we buy bottled booze, but not for the kids. We buy bottled drinks, bottled water, bottled flavored waters, things like that. Bubbly waters. Bubbly waters. All the 
all the cool kid things. Yeah. And because we don't buy soda, so right. we just have a plug. But it's of not because pieces. we have some holy quest against it. It's just that we don't. They don't like it. Well, not not proper. Yeah. Not like it's not if we went into a gas station uh, nirvana of all the choices, they wouldn't pick soda. They well, never have, and we've never encouraged them to. They yeah. pick fruity waters and things. Yeah, they do like a fruity. Yeah. So that's what we buy. And the the phenomenon is that everybody here will open one and take two swallows and then cap it or not cap it and yes. leave it on the table. And the next time they're thirsty, they'll get a, go get a new one. Fresh, and this happens all day long. A fresh new one. And when there's five kids doing this throughout the course of a day, by the time it comes time for a family meal at the dining room table, there's 20 freaking bottles of only partially drank, barely drank things. And, and there's always one, Mm -hmm. never more than one, but never less than one. Yeah. That is somehow magically balanced somewhere between one quarter and one third I've measured it and done the math. That's good, thank you. Hanging off the edge of the table. Yeah. Usually to the point where had they gone a millimeter, yeah, I'm using non-freedom units, a millimeter or more further, and it would have toppled into the floor. And usually without a cap, without a lid, without a whatever. And I just find that fascinating. I'm curious if anybody else has this ongoing experience i've wondered at times is it our kids doing it or is it the ghosts that live here that just grab one and move it but it's always there it's the poltergeist I think even ghosts would get tired yeah of the same old ploy yeah even the ghosts are bored with it i it's, think i think it's a kid it's the kids it is for sure maybe the ghosts taught the children okay that makes sense they say the hands teach the brain maybe the ghosts teach the children i don't know okay I don't know who they are either. I don't either. Um, <clears throat> Izzy's snapping at the flies. We'll get to the flies. Oh, here. that's a yeah. That's a topic. It's in the notes. You're creating dead airspace. What's next? Um, okay, I'm going to go get that out of her mouth. She found something else. But you did. You did some cooking today. I'm going to create I did some cooking today. a TikTok based on the cooking that you did. But please yes. do tell the people. Okay. So can know. Um, I like to cook. I enjoy cooking, and especially when I nail down a a good base for something that's revisitable. Though my recipes are never identical, even if it's the same meal again. Oh, you found the lens to the pair of glasses that the dog was chewing on. What a good dog. Aren't we glad we have She's her? She's so sad I took it away from her, too. She would have swallowed it and probably pooped, pooped and started a fire with the sun through the lens in the yard and... Loved it. Yes. Today we did, because the temperature was appropriate for it, we were just barely above freezing here today. We actually had some snow flurries, which I hate. I hated it, too. We did tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches But today. it was elevated. Elevated, because anybody, anybody, you'd suggested, hey, could we have canned tomato soup and grilled cheese? Well, I didn't know you were like, hey, we've got some steaks for me and you, but like, what do you want me to do for the kids? You did not seem to be, sometimes you're like in the mood to mm-hmm. cook. You like go around, survey people. What do you think I should cook? What sounds good? What would you like? Mm-hmm. Today, the energy was more just like, I don't know. What are we going to feed the kids today? Okay. In fairness, one, yes, I believe that's how it was received. Yes. 
two, I was distracted by a bunch of things from said guru and other stuff, but I was absolutely in the mood to cook. As it panned out, you saw that. Well, yeah, because I was like, let's just keep it simple. Maybe we could, I said, let's do a fancy grilled cheese and a canned tomato soup. And you were like, why would we do canned? What kind of a jerk would I be? Yeah. No, no offense if anybody's just like, no, I like. Yeah, some I people like love. Campbell's yes, like that's the, that's the flavor they crave. Like I love a craft macaroni and cheese. I'm sorry, I just love it. It is, in fact, a pretty damn good mac and cheese. Yes, like some people like Doritos. Right. I personally am one of them. It's yes. delicious. No, I decided because I do like I do like to make tomato soup. It doesn't it doesn't sit well in my body, mm-hmm. so I'm not making it for me. Yeah, because I'm not going to eat more than a spoon or two of it just to taste it. Yeah. Like you said, there'll be a whole video thing mm-hmm. with recipe and all that. And I did try to make a recipe. Yeah. But effectively, this was, I would call this a, a creamed roasted or roasted and creamed tomato soup. I took tomatoes, carrots, garlic. Heads of garlic, not... No, no. Don't get small. Yeah. Don't get scarce. When you roast it... Garlic gets special. Oh, yeah. Roasted all of that in olive oil, basil, salt, and pepper. Dumped it in a thing. Cooked it further. Added chicken stock to do that. And then finished off with cream and some Parmesan. And then blended it to get it smooth. All that. It was really... Freaking delicious. It was really good. So good. I will put together a little video. And then the grilled cheese. Yeah. My preference, if I was eating it, and I wasn't, I wanted, I wanted the steak. Mm-hmm. But I try to cook things in a way that I'm thinking I w- I would want to eat this. Yeah. If I if I'd gone all the, I would have had to have gone to a second store. What I really would have wanted to have had this on was rye bread, mm-hmm. because I feel like the flavors would have been more right. But it was fine. We did it on sourdough, and then we did Munster. Swiss no, no. monster mozzarella and mozzarella and provolone. Yeah. I thought about the Swiss hard. Um, you make a ridiculous grilled cheese. Thank you for saying. You that. know you do. <laughs> you make a ridiculous grilled cheese. So it's, I just got the ingredients and it's like you you go queen. You make the. <laughs> The sandwiches. That's true. You did the whole soup. I did the sandwiches. Although you did do the pre-toasting on the bread. Just one part. Just the interior. I right. pre-toasted the interior and then you did your magic. Yeah. It was pretty freaking good. It was pretty good. All I almost wished were, I'd eaten that instead of steak. Yeah. The children were uh, diving in and delighted. There were no plates that were not cleaned. That's true. And AJ was like, that was a really filling lunch. Yeah. Like, I think we don't, we, our family, we don't do soups that much because it's it does sometimes feel like they're not as filling yeah yeah and we have so many people that it's like you got to fill up the tummies while they're sitting here or they're just going to continue to snack all day sometimes they do that anyway if i'm being honest it's true they're animals all of them but it was really filling and perfect for a cold january afternoon yes now on the topic of eating you have yeah a story about eating in public. <laughs> so we do have five kids. Because we have so many kids, our younger three are not as educated in the 
art of going out to eat because it's freaking expensive and also a logistical nightmare. Yes, burdensome. To get a table. It is no treat to take them all somewhere. Yeah, and to just to get a table for seven is just like, unless we go at four o'clock in the afternoon, is just kind of a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, you know, don't forget that the pandemic took a big chunk of public life out of, you know, for as long as they've been alive. It's it's relatively a big chunk out of their lives. So yesterday, I took Nico Gus with me to go to Tulsa for the Allstate Orchestra concert and performance. He was not actually participating. No, no. Though he was frustrated about that. He wanted to go on the road trip with the mother to pick up the Daisy, his second mother, who he had been missing terribly. So he and I left early of the morning and headed over to Tulsa, and we were there all day long, all three of us got back at seven last night, which doesn't seem like it's that long, but when you're with a three-year-old, actually takes a lot of time. So the first thing we had to do when we drove into Tulsa was head downtown to the hotel where our kid, the kids from our school and many, many, many other high school students and their uh, sponsors and various teachers, whatever, were staying in downtown Tulsa, we picked up Daisy, got her loaded up. We were going to meet with another family that we've known for a long time in the music circles of Oklahoma City for they lunch. They refused to no show proof of COVID vaccination. No, anti. That's not it. Okay. Um, we were going to meet for at a pizza place, but it was just too crowded. And by this point, Nico was on the absolute verge of a meltdown. No nap, Nico. No nap, Nico. Yes. Yeah. So we, Daisy and Nico and I headed over to a different place called Dilly Diner in downtown Tulsa. Darling place. Thankfully, they also have the booth along the wall situation. Wasn't Dilly one of the character names in The Outsiders? You know, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. And S.E. Hinton is from, not S.E., S.E. Hinton is mm-hmm. from the Tulsa area. Well, perfect. Isn't that right? Yeah, I believe that's I right. I she's from Oklahoma, but... Um, okay. Thankfully, they sat us in one of those tables that has, like, part seated table and part booth. Nico, it dawned on me as we sat down, has no idea how to be in a restaurant. Of course, he's three and a half, like most three and a half year olds. Right. Most children under six don't really know how to be. But he like really, really didn't know how to be. He was doing gymnastics in the You had no ability to scream, act like you've been here. Because he's literally, we just don't, haven't ever taken him into. I do think this is the first time he's been in a sit down restaurant. Which he plainly missed the messaging of. Yeah. Now, they did have the children's menu with the crayons, and so he mm-hmm. did enjoy the coloring for a little while. I went through the whole children's menu with him. Burger, chicken strips, blah, 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 P- PBJ, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I want the PBJ. Okay? So we get that. Never trust him. Never How much trust of his him. PBJ did he eat? Like, not even a full bite. Not even a full bite. And he did I just eat- know this. You didn't even tell me that part, but I know this. <laughs> he did eat all of Daisy's fries that she mm. got with her burger. Yeah. Um, but he just was like a wild man. He was completely feral. He did not know how to be. At one point, he was obsessed with the salt shaker. And this is the best part. At one point, I 
you know, Daisy and I are talking. She's trying to catch me up on all the Allstate things. She's been gone for half a week. We haven't talked hardly. She's catching me up on everything. I like look out of my peripheral vision. Nico's got the salt shaker again. And this time he's licking the top of it. Like full <laughs> wide tongue, just lick. Let's have a moment of silence for everyone to imagine that. Really engage in that. Don't brush this off. Don't not hear it because you had a distraction. Yeah. You think about your child. Yep. Someone you're responsible for. You will be the one blamed. And they are licking fat tongue. Fat tongue not, licking. Not just tickling it with the tip of their tongue. <laughs> fat tongue licking the top of a salt shaker. Yes. Please do reflect on it. And this the year of our Lord 2023, when there are germs aplenty. Uh, that's, yes, first concern always. Your health! Yes, exactly. And then next was what? Just like, Everyone else's well-being. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, we, we made it through. Thankfully, we were in a bit of a time crunch because Stacey had to get back to the Performing Arts Center. So I asked the waitress for a check as soon as she brought our food. <laughs> and like, a salt shaker to go. <laughs> Unlicked. The other thing about taking Nico in public is he is, and this is this is common to kids this age, he is terrified of the loud flushing toilet. <clears throat> oh, boy. So every was single that in time, the middle of the restaurant. No, but every single okay. time, this whole trip from gas station to hotel to restaurant to the performing arts center, anywhere that he, and he and I went to a coffee shop where we were killing time waiting for the concert to start. So he peed many times that day. He's a three-year-old. He pees a lot, but he would not pee unless I went to the bathroom first and flushed it to show him that it was not a loud flusher. I okay. couldn't just like flush it and show him. He's like, "No, you go first. Oh, great. You go first. So you had to <laughs> disrobe and sit and pretend. and I was so exhausted. You can testify to the fact that I fell asleep five minutes, within yeah. five minutes of my head hitting the pillow yeah, last night. it was rapid. I was so tired after spending the day with him. Um, but we did it. We made it through Nico's first out to eat. Now, the twins, of course, are almost 10. They are a lot, and I mean a lot, more well-mannered. Last school year, I took them out to eat when we were doing some testing and stuff for school. And we did, we went through the whole thing of like, here is how you act like a polite person Mm -hmm. in a restaurant. We went through the whole lesson. It was fine. I would not suggest trying to do that with a three and a half year old. At least not ours. Yeah. There are, I have no doubt there's very mature three and a half year olds. Daisy was very mature at three and a half. This is true. Daisy could have done it. This is true. Nico is. Could she walk yet at three and a half? Yes. It was close though. She She was a late bloomer. In terms of walking. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now let's go back to and talk about uh, uh, TikTok again. Okay. Because also this morning on TikTok. I like TikTok. I don't care if. if yeah, it's worth it. I almost. Take my Very info. much muddled my words. I, I almost said a spina is chying on us. <laughs> if China is spying on us, I don't care. It's worth it. Somebody always is. Yes. And I feel like. You might as well right be entertained. Now, right now, China is less invasive than the federal government on my life. So if. Our federal government is mad because China won't share what they're spying on. That's for them to sort out. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Okay. So also in my FYP this morning, it came, a video came up about this new archaeological discovery that just happened this month. I love archaeology. Yes. Archaeologists have discovered in Scotland, a place of my known heritage, mm-hmm. these tunnels the system, a series of tunnels, 500 tunnels they found. I love tunnels only second to archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
a series of at least... <laughs> you didn't know what to do with no, that. No, I don't know what to say except say, yes, you do. Okay, good. Glad we could establish that. Hey. I've always wanted one of those speedlunker lights on an elastic okay. band to wear on my head. That's I like be... that more than tunnels, but the tunnel justifies it. That's a more primitive version of a tunnel that we might be talking about with this archaeological find. But you know for a fact that there are tunnels that run under Oklahoma City's down. Town. That's true. You've been down there. That's true. I've traversed those tunnels in search of good Asian food, there's and a, there is some down there. There's like, is it Chinese or Taiwan or I, Thai? It's been something? so long, I don't remember specifically yeah. which culture claimed ownership that reminds on it. me. I've been meaning to take the twins down there to tour them. You can go down there. Like, yeah. there's a whole tunnel system. It's, it yeah. is not primitive. It's like, there's actual walls. There's lighting. Right. It's not like you're walking on old pallets and that no. there's feces and urine off to the side. It's an actual thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So, anyway, this... Do you hear that? What is that? It's Stella growling at... She's Izzy. sleep growling. No, she's not sl- asleep. She's mad because Izzy won't stop sniffing her blanket. That was hilarious. That was I wonder if it got very strange. I hope it did. That was very. It sounded like an bizarre. actual demon was in there. Yes, <laughs> and it wasn't even Izzy. Um, okay, let me try to make this a little quicker. Archaeological find. They think that these tunnels, five hundred of them, go back to the Bronze Age in Oklahoma City. No, no, in Scotland. In Scotland. Okay. Go the Bronze to, Age. Okay, so I was like, I had to do some Googling because mm-hmm. I was like, the Bronze Age. Because, Put your glasses with one lens yeah, on so I'm you can to. read. Um, the Bronze Age, because they said it was they were, the tunnels were like 2,000 years old. And I was like, did the Bronze Age wow. just end 2,000 years ago? I thought the Bronze Age was like the Paleolithic era. I don't even know. But the properly. Bronze Age did kind of draw to a close around the start of the Roman Empire. Okay. And so it makes sense then that the Bronze Age would have come to its conclusion the further out from Rome you would get in in terms of yes, archaeological yes. dating. Kind of like this time. when fashion hits its peak, it dies in the middle of the continent <laughs> of Oklahoma North City. America, yes, in exactly. Oklahoma, in fact. Yes. We're doing things that they stopped doing on the coast years ago. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, but I thought that that was so fascinating. And then this is going to be a slight dog leg off of the topic. Speaking of dogs, there's you're heading to at the same time. dog legs under us as <laughs> yes, we speak. Exactly. Um, I always read the comments on TikToks. Always. Okay. You never do. This We have I totally opposite to. experiences. But people were guessing, like, what were these tunnels used for? Some people think it was for ceremonies. Some people think it was for food storage. One person in the comments, and this is where I was like, yeah, was like, it was to keep the whiskey cold. Yeah. <laughs> of course, to keep the whiskey. Yes. <laughs> now... When I am on the TikTok, I'm always reading the comments, and it spurs so many Google searches for me. I would like to share with you, just from this morning, Okay. Oh, just wow. from yeah. today's TikToks, let me tell you the things that I have searched, okay? Well, not even including just the TikToks, because right before we started recording, I searched Stifler, because we could not remember the name of the yeah. actor who played Stifler, and what's his name? John Michael oh, Scott? Sean William Sean Scott. Sean William Scott. Yes. I knew there was three first names in there. I also had searched uh, Iron Age. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had searched a company called Finery Perfume, which is going to put these perfume dupes of... Smell like a tunnel. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Of high-end... Uh, it's a dupe company, basically. They, they okay. make dupes of high-end perfumes. If you it's love Dracar Noir, you'll love... 
whatever. Yes. Uh, so finer perfume at Target that our Target doesn't have them yet. How do people use Olaplex? You don't know what Olaplex is. It um, reminds me of Olean, and I have stories about that, but it may not be appropriate for this show. We'll save it for another day. Olaplex is a hair product. I was like, how do people use? Oh, why do people use Olaplex? How to revive dried out markers? Shorzy. Okay, that's a whole show from Canada. It has one of the guys that's in Letterkenny. He, like, is in it. That's a hilarious thing. Okay, Strange Horticulture. Again, I told you the Nintendo Switch game. Um, Josh Hutcherson, who is a... um, an actor and he's younger than us and I had no idea what he had been in but I saw him on a TikTok um, a clothing wear company called My Oh My Supply Co this is all from TikTok this is all from TikTok this morning when wow. I was just sitting there Gavin DeGraw Jeremy Renner those are just a few of the I know he was in the snowmobile yes. or snow plow accident yes um, he's recovering it sounds like yes so all of that to say you are definitely a TikTok consumer. You just like you swipe, you just flip through, just go through your FYP feed. Mm-hmm. For me, it is a research endeavor. However, okay. however, when you research something, you go all the way in. Not always. For the most part, I go as far as interest carries me. Okay. So, because I do consume a lot of other things. Yeah. It's quite often, and in fact influenced, I'm sure, by the other things I consume, that when a TikTok lands, I already know pretty much what's going on. But on occasion, there's been one that suggests a thing, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. And I do go at least take a cursory look. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do an interesting thing. So on my, on my phone, I don't know if this is valuable to anybody or not, or maybe somebody's far more advanced than I am, and they're like, there's an easier way. That's fine. I found my happy place with this yes um on my on my phone proper i've created a secondary um contact if you will for me oh and so from my main phone i will text to my secondary contact that is me something that i want to look at later when i'm in front of a computer proper that's interesting and i have Oh my gosh, so much of what I would bring down to share with you in our conversations in the afternoon, I'd go to that text thing to find the links, to find the notes, to find the stuff. Look at you. Now, I text myself. I didn't create any kind of secondary contact. I just text myself. I probably didn't need to. I like to overcomplicate things. Well, um, but I only text myself things like TikToks and maybe a YouTube video just that I want to share later. But you use it for remembering what you wanted to Mm -hmm. research or or share with me later. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. And, and, And because I don't... I don't use it wildly frequently. Yeah. Like I can scroll through whatever shows without having to reload the next older section and things. And there's a, there's a lot of revisitable things for myself in there. It's, it's cool. I like it. We're both winning at our mobile phone usage. Winning against technology. Yes. Okay. You wanted me to put into the notes, Lords of the Flies. And you said you would remember what it was about. You skipped one. Oh, wait. Please do tell us that one. Well, you tell us first. You frame it. Okay. Well, in this is like, I don't know if this is even interesting or not, that oh, it we is. have in our possession mm-hmm. from the City of Oklahoma City Utilities Department four total dumpsters. Yes. One of them is for recycling and recycling only. So they say. So they say. 
The other three are for trash. Mm-hmm. Regularly. You know the difference by the color. Yes. The green is for recycling. The green is recycling. The blue is for the trash. Big blue. Izzy has one of Nico's pull toys. Please enjoy she that audio in the background. She's pulling it. it with her mouth. Um, regularly. By the time Trash Day rolls around, we take out our cans on Monday night mm-hmm. for Tuesday morning collection. We are cramming yes. down into... We're making children yes. stand on it and stomp it down <laughs> in true hillbilly fashion. Yes. Stop, stop fighting, dogs. So much trash. This week, I even pointed out to you that I was shocked... That just this morning, Sunday morning, as we're recording it Sunday, just this morning on Sunday, I finally cracked open the second dumpster. We'd only filled one the whole only week. Only one of three of the mains. I'm I'm disturbed. I'm like, how are we having so little trash this week? What's going on? You have a theory. I have a theory. I've been I've been researching some interesting things online to yes. me, but they also land within the realm of what are initialed agencies of government. Yes. CIA, FBI. Yes. ATF, all of the initialed agencies that would be a trigger to them. Yes. I don't think we've made any less trash this week. Mm -hmm. I think because of the different things I've looked at online. Yeah. It upped the investigation and they've come and they've collected our trash (laughs) in the middle of the night and they've been combing through it and searching <laughs> for something potentially prosecutable. Jokes on them. It's only three-quarter full water bottles. <laughs> well, that and a few a few grocery store plastic bags full of dog shit that you've collected <laughs> from walks with the dog. So yeah. I hope they enjoy it. There's nothing incriminating in there. It truly is so puzzling. I don't understand how we're making so little trash this week. I don't get it. Ooh, one thing that was different, Daisy was gone half the week. Is she the yeah, source of... we should have like mated a, less trash. Mated? We did make I, less trash I because... I said mated. We one, should have mated less trash. We did make less trash because one person was gone. Does she fill up a dumpster's worth of trash in a Or, week? in fact, almost two. <laughs> it's possible. All right. Tell me about Lords of the Flies. We have, it's been cold here for, for what we experience. It's been cold here, above and below freezing often. But then we hit a stint of, I think we got up into the 60s a yes, few days. Yes, it's been gorgeous. Out of nowhere, in our home spawned, literally through a teleportation device or something. Yes. Three flies, except... They're not normal flies. I don't even know if you can call them flies. They are the size of bumblebees. And I know, listen, I've grown up here. I know what a horsefly is. They're not horseflies. They are literally just, honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I blew up the kids. Yes. Rick Moranis. Massive. They are huge, but they are absolutely houseflies of gargantuan size. Yes. Not totally different from rodents of unusual size right they're loud they're big there's only three two of them are in our room i feel like they are somehow an unholy trinity of a god no one wants to serve how did two of them end up in our room how how did any of them show up in our home it's not been warm enough legitimately season this is a thing somebody knows the answer 
Yes. Please. Please help us help understand us. how did this happen? I can't, I really can't explain how huge these flies are, but again, not to the level of horsefly. Yeah. Okay. Tell us one more thing to take Tell us home. Thing. I feel like I'm talking way too much. No, bring it home. Miami Fruit. Sounds like a great band name. It's actually my name in some of the bars and clubs that I go to. Okay, yes. My name is, everyone knows me as Miami Fruit. Okay. Not ashamed of that. Um, Now, Miami Fruit. So, again, in a random series of internet things that happen, I'd come across a video of a guy interviewing the owner of Miami Fruit, who, fascinating story to me. This is a guy who, in his young adulthood, found himself living in a trailer behind his mother's house. He didn't have a driver's license, didn't have a car, but he wasn't a loser, as you would assume by all of those statements. And he had a few hundred bucks, and he paid a local shop to make a trailer, if you will, that would attach to the back of his bicycle. Mm -hmm. He lived just outside of Miami and would gather fruit, from local farms and take it into the farmer's markets in Miami. And he started then like, oh, I'll start social media stuff so that anybody interested might know ahead of time what I'm bringing. Mm -hmm. This has blossomed over time, and he's grown it in a fashion where he saved money that he made and and bought with no debt. He's bought land. He's built things up. He's he still, still to this day, rides his bike through the rural areas that he lives in outside of Miami, up to 40, 60 miles away from his home proper on a bicycle. Yeah. We'll see a piece of fruit that looks interesting. And, and to my knowledge, if I've understood it right, everything that he grows and sells is stuff that grows native in florida Mm -hmm. which is a tropical for where he's at a very tropical area right yes many fruits many things that would seem foreign and bizarre to what we would find in our local grocery store yes and this what started on a bike cart for a farmer's market because of social media things that were being done and Instagram and all the things, somebody at one point was like, from a, a distant land within the continent, was like, could, could you send me some of that? And so now there's this massive business. And they don't, I find this fascinating, they don't go just harvest what's there. They literally wait until an order comes in and then they go harvest for the order they ship it. They do whatever's necessary because some of the some of the fruits are necessary to be kept at a specific temperature. Right. These are things that it's not ripening as it travels. It's ready to go now. Right. And you want to be able to eat it in pristine form. Mm-hmm. And so you can absolutely just order specifically, I want this thing. And right. they will fill that order. Or you can say, hey, send me the mystery box of whatever is ripe and it's it's stuff that you will not find yeah in your local area it just seemed really cool and i think he said they were well over i i can't tell you exactly i think it was within the last six months the video that i uh, had watched 
so he's referencing a, a relatively recent time frame to say that they were grossing well over a million dollars just doing this thing to actually provide a quality product rather than compromising quality to tend to volume to right. build a business to get rich. He and to the credit of him, he he kind of looks like the kind of guy who might still live in a trailer behind his mom's house. He didn't feel like he needed to go buy a Lamborghini or some right. random thing. He's just really enjoying yes. evidence by the fact that even still now he will ride his bike 60 miles from wherever just to look through fields on either side of the road to wave down a farmer and say, hey, can I can I buy that from you? And if he likes yeah. whatever it was he bought when he tasted it, then he installs a place on his ever-growing farm to grow that and make that available for people. Sounds pretty cool. It's a really cool deal. Yeah. Uh, again, I believe it's Miami Fruit. Mm-hmm. And check that out. I think it's it's neighborhood for one of the mystery boxes or whatever. It's neighborhood of 100 bucks for it to be packaged and shipped. And it will be wow an excellent experience of food and things. Yeah, sounds like it. And very fresh. Very fresh. Okay. The dogs are driving me bonkers, so... Yeah, they're bonkers. I think this is a good time for us to wrap up. I'm going to conceal carry. No? No, I'm not. That had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> just I'm to not going to do that. that. I just felt like saying it. Just so nobody tries to threaten me in public. Oh, yeah. But if they want to dig through our trash, they're welcome to take yeah, it off our go hands. go ahead. Go ahead. It's, <laughs> if we'll do it consistently, we can start renting fewer dumpsters yeah. for our trash. All right, let's go ahead and tell the people what they should do in the meantime. Well, I think everyone, everybody knows, and maybe they just need the encouragement. Yeah. You should have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 